the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 630 The Word is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our AM 630 The Word Church of the Week program, Director of Ministry Development, Marcus Burgos. Thank you and welcome once again to Church of the Week here on AM 630 The Word. It is my great privilege, my great honor uh, to do this job. This is my favorite part of my job when I get to interview and to speak with one of our local pastors. My name is Marcus Burgos, and I've said this often. I love to listen to the radio and hear the national preachers and the, the men and women that travel all across this great land and all across the world as they preach the gospel and and they do so much all around the world. But there's some special place in my heart for those men and women that stay here, that stay in our backyard. They may not be from here, but they are here. They're in San Antonio. They are the men and women that we call regularly when we have a need. When the baby has a fever, we don't call the national preacher. When, when someone is in the hospital, we, we call our local pastors. When some problem is going on in our marriage or in our home, there's that, there's, theirs is the number that we call, and I thank God for them. And this is the time where we honor them. And today it is my great honor and my great privilege to be here in the studio with my guest, Pastor Harvey Johnson. He is the senior pastor at Amazing Grace Lutheran Church. Pastor Harvey, thank you for coming on board. Thank you for being in the, on the, in the studio with us today. Welcome. Thank you very much, Mark, Marcus. Uh, it's a blessing to be here, and uh, your hospitality has just been wonderful. Thank you. It is, it is great to have you here. We love to have uh, the different flavors of San Antonio. Maybe it's a little bit early in the day, but uh, when, when I think of the different ministries and the different pastors that I've had in this studio, it's, it's like we are cooking up a delicious gumbo. We're cooking up a, a delicious soup that requires more than just one ingredient. Do you, you know what I mean? And so it requires, this city requires more than one way of, of having church, if you would. And so I want to I wanna welcome you to the, to the church, to the Church of, of the Week program. And so, Pastor Harvey, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, I understand you're not a native San Antonian. No, not even close. I, I uh, grew up in, in a small town, Wolf Point, Montana, uh, northeastern corner, uh, just south of Canada. It's uh, uh, the Sioux Assiniboine Indian Reservation. Wow. And, uh, and then time in the Army, uh, traveling all over. So way, way north, and you find yourself today way south. So tell me, tell me a little bit, how do we connect those dots? Did you make a wrong turn somewhere? What happened? It's actually been uh, all right turns. If there you, want, you go. Correct, if you yeah. want to use that, that uh, pun. But uh, with time in the military, 
and then uh, sometime in, in, in ministry as well, uh, this has been just a, an adventure for us to come finally uh, to, the, to South Texas and, and to live here, enjoy the weather and the people and uh, the scenery, the history. All of those things have been just uh, terrific. Now, when you moved down and you finally made it down to San Antonio, who did you come with? Are, are, do you have uh, children? And how, how, what is the family like here? It, it's just my wife and I. And it was actually her job, a kind of a promotion that brought us here on this adventure. And, and uh, then uh, I worked for a while at the VA hospital as a chaplain and then uh, was able to, to uh, be moved into a parish ministry. But uh, it was just it was just trying something new. Uh, mm. we, we were actually in the middle of the country in, in Nebraska at the time, and we thought, this sounds like an adventure. This sounds like something exciting we've never done before. Some would call that a step of faith. Very much so. Uh, I didn't have a job, uh, although she did, and and so it was just it was perfect timing. There was an availability as, as a chaplain resident at the at Audie Murphy VA Hospital, and then uh, as soon as that residency was done, uh, there was a, an opening at the parish that I'm now serving. Well, now let's let's talk about that. Where is where is uh, Amazing Grace Lutheran Church? It's west of town outside the 1604 circle. Uh, if you orient yourself on, on uh, Highway 90, we're just north of that on Petranco, just about two miles outside the 1604 loop. You know, that used to be kind of like uh, so far out and nobody's over there, but times have changed. Now everybody's living over there, it seems like. There's schools and, and uh, residences just by the hundreds. So there's just a lot of activity. Now tell me, how long, how long have you been in San Antonio? Uh, just about five years now. And how long at uh, Amazing Grace? Uh, let's say three and a half, four years. Four years, okay. Yeah. So then you've, you've had just enough time. You've, you've seen the different seasons. You've, de- you've seen some things already. How, how are you liking San Antonio? We love San Antonio. Uh, and part of it is just we've still got family living way up north, and so we keep track of the weather up there and the fact that I don't own a sh- snow shovel, don't own a, a snow blower. I don't have to put on galoshes to go out. It's, it's, it's pretty wonderful. I was going to ask you about that. Do you miss the winter? The truth is I actually do. Yeah. Uh, I, I, we lived in the mountains for a while and, and so I do miss that part of it. Yeah. Uh, it. But most of that is really just missing family. And we try to go back and visit uh, uh, the kids when as, as often as we can. Talk talk to me about that uh, about family and your your experience in it and your definition of it now that you are away so far from family. It's much easier these days, of course, but uh, it kind of leads right into Amazing Grace Lutheran Church. It uh, I because I came from a larger uh, uh, congregation in Nebraska. Uh, about 200 people worshiping on on Sunday mornings. And Amazing Grace is much smaller. It feels very much like family. Uh, Without without the uh, patriarchal, matriarchal structure that that says, you know, one one family that was a founding family still controls all of the strings, Mm. right? This is not like that. It's it's like uh, a very mixed family. Uh, We've got a lot of folks that are 
in the congregation that did not grow up Lutheran. There you go. Uh, they come from all different denominations, but they they found in that congregation a family. Um, in fact, I was I, I wanted to kind of have our our uh, sign have a slogan up in front, if you will, or, or a statement that says, you know, you belong here. Yeah. Is that is that that is the place I believe that that if anywhere we should fit, it's it's in church. That's exactly right. Yes, uh, and it's so hard to in our in our culture mm-hmm. to to extend that invitation of welcome uh, so much because uh, the uh, the culture has been divided. Yeah. Yeah. And and it is it is true a true statement that that Sunday morning hour is the most segregated hour of of the week, and so how do we do? And and perhaps I'll, I'll put you on the spot, Pastor. How do? What is your opinion on how do we change that and make church more family? You're right. You're putting me on the spot because if <laughs> if, if I had the answer, uh, <laughs> you would write a book. And <laughs> I'd write a book. I'd be a millionaire by now. Uh, but the truth is that there are things uh, that congregations can do. Uh, one statistic I think that I believe is that uh, folks that visit a congregation decide within the first five or six minutes mm-hmm. whether they're going to come back. And so it has very little to do with the pastor. It has to do with the people who are ushers, greeters, That's right. uh, sitting next to the somebody, you know, the the, the new person in the pew. Uh, you know, all of those sorts of things have a huge impact. And I think Amazing Grace Lutheran Church, uh, you know, every pastor says this about their own congregation, but uh, I think we are, the, we're the friendliest, most welcoming congregation that I've ever been associated with. And most of my time uh, has been as a lay person, not right. a pastor. I've oh, only okay. been a pastor for 10 years. And so uh, I can say that Amazing Grace if it's not the best, they, they try hard. They're, they're doing a good job of making people feel welcome. You know, I think if I could share my, my opinion with my opening analogy of, of, of the different spices that go into a meal, they cannot be the same. You can't just, if you want a delicious meal, you don't just add salt. You may add salt, but you may add other herbs and spices that are different one from another. And so using that, that picture of, of a family, a lot of times we, we limit that, that picture of the family to those that look the same. You know, we all have the same nose, if you would. And so we all have the same last name, and that's what brings us together. But in church, I think we celebrate our diversity, and we all have the same blood running through our veins, the, the blood of Jesus that that died for us on the cross and 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 so we we that brings us together but we celebrate our differences our 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 cultures are different our attitudes our our talents our personalities are different is that is that how you how, how do That's you exactly how i see it and and i have to confess that if i've been if i had become personally a pastor many years ago uh I would have I would have missed out on on a, a great um, experience, which was being in, uh, an enlisted soldier and then an officer in the army, where I had both uh, chaplains from all the different denominations, okay, and uh, worked with soldiers 
who came from all different backgrounds and all different races and uh, even uh, other countries that served in the United States Army. And that opened my eyes, uh, in part because as a, especially as a second lieutenant, I had uh, s- experienced soldiers of, of different uh, uh, races, different country, uh, national origins. Uh, they saved uh, my career on really? many occasions because I'd, I, I didn't know anything. Even, and I shouldn't say that it wasn't that bad because I, I was five years enlisted soldier as well. But even then, uh, lieutenants um, need to learn. Yeah. And I had sergeants and uh, enlisted soldiers that, that taught me everything I needed to know or, or everything I, I learned to know. Right. Uh, and so uh, that's a great analogy about uh, welcoming everybody and everybody being an integral part, a necessary part of the congregation. And one of the things that we do, uh, you know, the, you perhaps may know that the Evangelical Lutheran Church has its traditions in the Scandinavian and Germanic uh, cultures back in, in the old world. And, and so one of the things we've tried to do is, is, is much of our liturgy is uh, borrowed from uh, Hispanic uh, music mm. and culture. Uh, it's an attempt right. um, just to broaden... Um, the, the feeling of welcome, but to broaden our own experience. There you go. And so you're listening to AM 630, The Word, Church of the Week. And today my special guest is Pastor Harvey Johnson from Amazing Grace Lutheran Church. And what we're learning uh, from, from Pastor Johnson, his, his personal history is in the military. And perhaps you're, you're in San Antonio, and this is a military town, USA, and you're looking for a church, and even someone... That would that would understand you. You're in you're in the military. I would I would invite you. Can I can I invite military San Antonio to Amazing Grace? Well, one of the great things is is that uh, we're just a few miles away from Lackland Air Force Base. There you go. Base. That's right. And so we would we would be delighted. In fact, we have uh, several uh, folks, uh, both retired uh, military already members, and uh, and then still actively serving uh, members that who are who are attending our worship services. Great. What time is your services? We worship at 1015 uh, Sunday mornings, which seems like an odd time. Uh, we have a, a, a nine o'clock Bible study, both for adults and for children. And so that gives us uh, a little bit of time to, to really have a good Bible study, about an hour Bible study for, for, for that. And then uh, 15 minutes or, or more for me to kind of, and, and for, and for the people who attend the Bible study to wander over uh, to the sanctuary and get get uh, set up for worship. All right. All right. And so uh, what is it what does it feel like? Describe to me. Let's paint the picture of what it would feel like to go to Amazing Grace uh, Lutheran Church. We walk in. Uh, is it um, how, how would you describe it? Should I be in my three piece suit with my bow tie or my shorts and my sandals? Does it does it matter? What is what does that look like? The answer is yes. There you go. Uh, I've, I've made a joke once. I don't know if it's really uh, clarifying, but we've said that that you can wear uh, pretty much anything, but clothing uh, is not optional. You have to wear clothing. <laughs> wear something. It would make some of us uncomfortable if you if you did not wear clothing. Uh, but we've got folks that uh, we're pretty casual, and this okay. is South Texas after That's all. That's right. Uh, you know, I've been uh, had churches uh, 
on the East Coast, and they're much more formal. They're a little bit more high church. But we're still liturgical. We're sacramental. And so you would expect uh, to to have that on a Sunday. We've got great music. Uh, we've, we've got uh, uh, a man named Eliud Rios and a couple of, of uh, musicians. One, one plays in the Air Force Band and comes up, and, and they're with us regularly. He and his wife, she's a music teacher. And so we've got great music. Uh, but the service is... is uh, based on the Lutheran liturgy. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, we, we've uh, borrowed from that uh, resource then uh, some of the Hispanic liturgy that, that uh, the church has. And, uh, and, the, and the, honestly, it's, it's better music than, than some of the other options. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more exciting and, and, and sits well with, with uh, our musicians, and especially the brass. Excellent. You, while, while you're talking about uh, liturgy and, and, and describing what it is or how we would, we would experience Amazing Grace Lutheran Church, you mentioned something in the devotionals uh, earlier uh, that, we, that, we, that played earlier this week. And I wanted you to, to unpack it for me. I was sitting here just enjoying it. And uh, if you would, in, in, a few, in a few minutes, talk to me about uh, you, you talked about the spoken word, logos, and you gave us a quick shot in the arm. It kind of left me a little hungry, if you would. Would you, would you be able, willing to, to just unpack that a little bit for us? One of the reasons I chose that as a devotion, I think, is that we see Jesus Christ as, as the clearest image of, of who God is for us. Uh, we as Lutherans have said, uh, you know, 500 years ago, that the authority is the Bible for us. But we don't idolize the Bible. Uh, Martin Luther, uh, who was a reformer in, in, in those days, 500 years ago, uh, described the Bible as, as bearing Christ, uh, almost like the manger. And he would, you know, he would hold the Bible open so that it formed the shape of a of a manger, and said, this bears Christ, but it is not Christ. It is not the Word in, in the truest sense because Jesus Christ is the Word. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we worship Jesus Christ, not the Bible. Right. And so we say that the, you know, the Word of God is Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. I like, I like that. And, and, and it, it plays the important role in our life, but it's not, it's not something that, that we worship. Excellent. Now let's let's go from from the pulpit out into the community. Now, how how does Amazing Grace, with such an amazing name, uh, how do you live up to that name? Uh, how do how do you now get from from the pulpit ministry into the community ministry? What is it that Amazing Grace Lutheran Church is involved in? How do you get your hands dirty uh, as a congregation? There may be somebody listening that is sitting down, just they want to work and they don't find a place to to volunteer, get their hands dirty. How would how would you how do you guys do that? We don't live up to our name, uh, but we try. There you go. Uh, but we do work uh, in the community first of all uh, through Christian Assistance Ministries uh, and through the food bank including, and I want to give, I guess, a shout-out to Christian Family Baptist Church, which is over there on Grossenbacher, just down the road from us, and we work uh, with them uh, through the food bank, food bank distribution um, 
and the and the incredible work that they do there. Uh, but we're also part of a, a a larger denomination. The Evangelical Lutheran Church is uh, under five million in the United States, and so our our benevolence goes to that organization, and that in, that. Um, uh, help support Lutheran world uh, relief, Lutheran disaster response. Uh, we kind of we like to brag, I suppose. A little Lutherans don't like to brag very much, but uh, <laughs> typically, you know, in a disaster, we're the first in and the and the last there out. You, you know, long after the cameras are gone, uh, and it's because we've got uh, congregations that are already there. Uh, Puerto Rico was was a, a great example, and and another uh, shout out, I guess, to one of one of my. Uh, peers, uh, Pastor Eric Maletti, uh, who's at Gethsemane Lutheran Church here in town, took uh, just a, a, a ton, tons of, of uh, uh, relief supplies to Puerto Rico uh, this last year. And so uh, we work in conjunction with that. We supported that. Uh, we supported relief in, at the uh, Gulf Coast uh, cities here in Texas and, and across the United States. Um, We've got uh, worldwide uh, projects that that go on, and so uh, being part of even a small part like we are being part of a larger denomination that is is seventy million people uh, globally. Uh, I think with a, about one hundred and forty five national churches that are all part of the Lutheran World Federation. Uh, so we work locally and globally. And and so even a small church can be part of a, right. of a big, uh, big project. And someone listening could come in and and be part of that global project, have that that global impact. Yes, I think is is how you're trying to say that. And so I would encourage as you're as you're listening uh, to AM six thirty the Word Church of the Week program and, and our and our special guest today, Pastor of Amazing Grace Lutheran Church, Pastor Harvey Johnson. Uh, you, we are all talented with something. We all, God has given us, each one of us, something to do. The, quest, the real question is, are you doing anything with it? Are you putting it to work? Are you investing it? You know, because, because uh, he's going to find out. He's going to ask. There's going to there's gonna be a reckoning, if you will, of the books. And what have you done with the talent I gave you? And so we want everyone, everyone to get active, everyone to, to, uh, to do something with what, with what God has given you that talent to be creative, that, that musical uh, uh, talent that you have, whatever it may be, I want you to find a place to invest it. And what better place? If you're on the, on the west, we will call it far west, uh, if you're in that neighborhood. And, and you know what? San Antonio has highways, right? You can travel from north to west, from east to west. You can travel. You can find your way down to Amazing Grace Lutheran Church, no matter where you are. And they are located at 12525, 12525, Protranco Road, and uh, right near Grossenbacher Road. Is there a landmark around there? Is there, is there there's, a... There's not much. There's, there's a little shopping uh, center, and then, no, there's not really a, a remarkable... I mean, they've widened Protranco Road, so, you, you know, we're on the... Uh, we're on the right side as you head north or as you head west. Right. Okay. Uh, but uh, no, it's, it's it's mostly housing developments out there now. So the place is growing. Yeah, you know, it's growing by leaps and bounds. Yes, so maybe yes. somebody's over there driving around looking for a house or 
where they're going to buy, and they can have a church right there in their neighborhood. We're very much a neighborhood church. So how would you invite them? Why don't you take a time, Pastor Harvey, and uh, invite San Antonio to Amazing Grace Lutheran Church? You know, uh, thanks, Marcus. Amazing Grace is, is a, it's a neighborhood church. Uh, you don't have to be Lutheran. I mean, we, we're very proud of our Lutheran tradition. Tradition the, Because of the Reformation, the 500th anniversary was last year. But you don't have to be Lutheran. And, uh, but if you're looking for a church where you're not ignored, uh, you're not invisible, you know, we're small enough to be family. Uh, we've, got a, we've got the kind of the small town, you know, small uh, country church feel, even though we're still uh, really in the, in the middle of, of a, a large population here in San Antonio. Uh, the music is great. You don't have to know anything about being Lutheran to come and enjoy worship. And uh, there's a lot of times, I try really hard to do a good sermon, but there's a lot of times that I just don't connect. Mm-hmm. But because we are liturgical, you can count on the fact that the Bible readings uh, will be there every Sunday. The music will be great. Uh, the prayers uh, will be there, and you will you will hear you will hear the gospel, if not yes. through me, uh, through the through the Bible, through the liturgy, uh, through the prayers of the people, and Christ is present with us. I guarantee you that uh, Christ is present in in the Holy Communion that that we have every Sunday, and in the people who are there to worship. Amen. And so you are listening to AM six thirty The Word. And you heard the invitation straight from Pastor Harvey. I want you to check out Amazing Grace Lutheran Church at one two five two five Portranco Road, and uh, give it a shot. Ten fifteen every Sunday. Nine fifteen is the Bible study, or what some nine, of us nine o'clock. Nine o'clock, what some of us call Sunday school. Yes. Uh, we can go out and check it out. Thank you for listening to AM six thirty The Word Church of the Week program. Thank you, Pastor Harvey, for joining us. And many blessings to you, Marcus. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes. God bless you all. Thank you for joining us today as we featured our AM630 The Word Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at am630theword.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.